0: Good evening and welcome to Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your host and homeboy, Jamar Nelson.
1: And I'm your co-host, Priya samson
0: Welcome, Priya.
1: Oh, thank you. It's a gloomy Saturday. I mean, it's warm, but it's gloomy.
0: It is. It is. Got that gloom look to it, right? You know, I was but driving, warm.
1: but I was driving over the Mississippi and you can see all the colors of the leaves starting to change.
0: Can't, yeah, I know. That's that's amazing, isn't it? That it is. It its amazing. I know. I like that. I...
1: And then next week, it's going to be on like the 50s or the week after.
0: Is it? See, There you go. And then you won't have anything to complain about.
1: It was really funny because I was uh, looking for, uh, you know, the weather forecast. Uh, my uncle's getting married. And so I was looking at the weather forecast to see, you know, what kind of dress should I get for this, you know, occasion? And I was like, yep, yeah, the high is going to be like in the mid 50s and the low is going to be 31. <laughs>
0: minnesota right
1: minnesota. minnesota
0: you may want to think about a pantsuit no kidding a hillary clinton pantsuit no that's exactly why I don't do
1: think. i look like i'm 80
0: no stop
1: do i look 80 to you is that not, is insulting is like, not would 80. you tell your daughter to wear a pantsuit
0: i may yeah depending on the occasion he's, <laughs> a, he's a liberal though he's okay with that you know <laughs> hey i'll let you wear what you want you wear what you can't just like the bible you come as you are okay
1: you know, not, I, I'm, I'm That's shocked. a misquote.
0: quote. Somebody's going to call me and cuss me out or put it on Twitter. <laughs> and I think say that was Nirvana, actually. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is, actually. So I think, honestly, if you think about uh, with the warm weather and the wacky things that's going on locally and nationally, it's really crazy. To start off, to thinking that we've got... Uh, uh, a leader that's, the, that's a guy that's supposed to lead the free world um, that thinks that engaging and are we t- talking
1: about sports and that certain story that came out today about <laughs> our leader, uh, so he's, disinviting he's no a leader. certain.
0: Oh, how do you disinvite someone that doesn't want to show up? Oh, na e, boo boo. I mean, he's a but child. Who cares? He's a but petulant child. Who
1: cares? They already said they're not showing up. Yeah. So, so how do you disinvite say... them? So he, because you know what? This is that's dude... like saying that's like trying to maintain your dignity. That's like getting fired for something. Steve and be like, "Well, you can't fire me because I, I quit." quit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You get it. Exactly. By the way, this is not me quitting the show. I, I... I just want to clarify.
0: You won't call me in the morning and do it, huh? It's five hours before. Okay, but anyway, um, I just think that uh, it's silly. Exactly. You you, you now disinvite them after they decided that they're not going to show up, but I think that this goes to say I'm glad Roger Goodell stood up for the league And the player, excuse me, finally by speaking—the only time he's ever done it—and I said, "Finally, exactly to say that uh, uh, Trump's rhetoric was divisive, and it's things that are best left to the NFL." And I think that he was—he was exactly on point.
1: You know what? He shouldn't be talking about what things are best left with the NFL when he can't run it.
0: Well, he can't run the
1: NFL out of a paper bag. I mean, the NFL. The NFL is turning into touch football. Like I am a person that loves old school football, and I do not recognize the sport I grew up with. But that's a whole another
0: conversation we could be having. And it is. But here is the thing about it, though. I mean, he's protecting the players because if you think about it, now he's been sued multiple. The league has been sued multiple times for CTE. But, here's or, or thing, chronic... you, but here is
1: the, the thing: but here is the thing that I've gone. So you try to
0: avoid some of that as here's much my as thing. you can.
1: Those players shouldn't have even won lawsuits in the first place because when you, yeah, you, yes, know, yes, you know, you yes, know Sport is dangerous. Uh, you know the sport is dangerous. You understand that you're going to get hurt and that you, yes, bad things could happen. When, when, when you sign your name on that dotted line, it's kind of like
0: Priya. No, no, no. Because that's just like working in a mine and there being asbestos in that mine, and the company knows it and doesn't tell you. No. But here's
1: the, th- the thing. But, 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 here's, just, but here's the thing. I think Roger Goodell and the NFL is stupid, anyways, for not putting a waiver for a li- a yeah, waiver of a no, liability yeah. clause in there, saying that we. Are not held responsible for anything that happens while you're on that field. Now,
0: first of all, I'm glad he. Did. I'm glad he doesn't listen to you because, first of all, you can't legally they can't because it's such a violent sport. So no, no, you can. You totally no, can. No, you can't. What insurance company? What? That's why they have. Uh, it's a
1: liability waiver.
0: No, only time we they do have, not
1: hold. We only, do time not, they, we only time they cannot hold the you league, accountable.
0: Only time the league does that is if a player is already hurt and they receive him, or if or if some player, like who was that that. Uh, I'm oh, saying they should do think. it. No, I don't think they should do it. What the league should do is not lie to players and send them in, especially old school players, when they were lied to, when they didn't when they weren't told that they were concussed, or when they were told that they had a fractured injury and they didn't know it. But and here's sent the them thing. Back, but is, here's the, on, the thing. There on, are players
1: have fully let, admitted that they lied me, about me, concussions me, in order to continue playing the let me sport.
0: Though, Priya. It doesn't matter. If the league if your team, if your employer does it. That's different. Your pl- employer uh, illegally with- withholds information about your health from you. You don't know. And you already know that, the of course, players, there's plenty of players that admit that they uh, they, they try to do it right now, i.e. my son. He was hurt yesterday. He went back in the game. He doesn't tell you that he's hurt. They, they limp back on. So we know this. But if the if the team knows that he has a severe concussion – and the next week clears him or clears him that particular game to send him back in the game, that to me is something that uh, you should be sued over and lose. But here's again, you getting off subject. The the fact is Trump finally stepped in and I'm glad that the league finally, because I, I love how he believes in free speech till it's about dissing him or dissing the flag. And I have, and we can speak about it too on the other side of the break, because when you talk about disrespecting a flag, um, when I say, okay, fine, I hear him, but how about what the flag, what this country has done to us minorities? So that cuts both ways, and I can't stand a pompous, rich billionaire sitting up there, just like my um, my favorite owner, to say, to try to chastise uh, Colin Kaepernick or any other players that decide to practice their free speech, which is what he's talking about. How dare he?
1: One, I don't understand why this is even a breaking news story in the first place, like seriously, he disinvited a team that already said that they're not going to show up. Either way, the Warriors will not be at the White House. No end of story. That it shouldn't even matter. This just it, it's infuriating. As someone who loves sports, it's just in politics. I just think it's so stupid.
0: Shouldn't he be worried Dude. about Kim Jong Un? Mm-hmm.
1: I think he already is. I mean, the no. man's a multitasker. You can't, worry, oh, you can't worry about North oh, Korea and disinfight no. warriors at no. the same time. See, I can do the, that in my sleep, no, personally. No, see, see,
0: that's the problem. I think, you know, I, I, you you have a right to take it lightly because you're not the leader of the free world. But I he should not. He should not be taking it lightly, Continue to poke. Poke this bear. To, this dude is dangerous. This is probably
1: exactly, and we can blame Clinton for giving him oh, nuclear stop. weapons. We oh,
0: listen. Here is the thing about it. But what did Trump say when he was asked? Just about, like
1: the Iranian but, deal. Like I why are again, we? Why are we stupid enough to give hostile countries f- weapons we of mass destruction? We
0: don't give them. They they make them. Okay, they already have them. We so.
1: allow them.
0: You, Priya, I believe that a country has the right to defend themselves. So With we, a nuclear weapons we have them. We have them. We have them, so we, so we should, So tell me this: so we should be the only nation in the world that that has nuclear weapons. Come on now. The fact that you're defending
1: North Korea no, not, having no, nuclear I'm weapons right now. I'm
0: doing exactly what Trump did as candidate Trump defended those who had nuclear weapons by saying that they have the right to have those nukes, and now he just continues to poke the bear. Six five one nine eight nine five eight five five six five one. Nine eight nine five eight five five is that call in number, Priya. And a part of today's show, though, because we got, we're gonna get to more of this about on inside the break. Uh, part of today's show, we have our candidate series that we have on Black Republican, Black Democrat. We have mayoral candidate Aswar Rahman. Okay, say I say I just catch, make sure you was on Aswar Rahman. He's a good dude, and uh, he's running for Minneapolis mayor. And a part of my question I asked today on Facebook was, why isn't minority candidates in this particular race, uh there's three to my that I understand, right? There's three. Yes. Okay. Um, why aren't they getting the same type of publicity uh and the same type of treatment and the social with social media and around here with the um uh local media then I get you know,
1: some I, I I couldn't posit a theory as to whether that theory is correct or not is, you know, up for debate and that would definitely have to be something that is um, looked into a little bit more. Um, but it kind of goes back to this thing that white Democrats, I feel like, at least in Minneapolis, will kind of be held a little bit higher in stance versus minorities. Yeah, I mean, you see, like, a Keith Ellison, and, you know, I've talked about this victimhood scale a little bit, is that, you know, if you're a part of the DFL, you know, the more boxes you check off, the higher your platform is. You know, it's reasons why, you know, a Keith Ellison and Ilhan Omar, you know, can succeed um, in this, you know, in their environment because they check off these different boxes of, you know, what the DFL describes as victimhood. But oh, why?
0: Please.
1: Well, I mean, it's like you know, are you low income? You know, are you on a lower economics? Can those you are... be? Can you be identified as a terrorist walking down the street? Those are like,
0: real. Those are those are real challenges and issues that uh, men, men, men. But that doesn't mean your platform faces.
1: should be higher than anybody else's. Well, I'm just
0: this means you should be addressing it though. So on the other side of the break, let's take these other calls on the other side of the break. This is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com. dot com. Black Republican, Black Democrat. Welcome back. I'm Jamar Nelson.
1: And I'm Priya Samson-Dark.
0: 651-989-5855 is that call-in number. Man, I got the greatest. We have the greatest producer. He comes up with the greatest music.
1: Exactly. Jamar acts like he's having a dance party 24-7 when he's in here.
0: I love it. I love it. Let's take a few calls again. uh, Before we start taking these calls... And I, I'll say it again six five one nine eight nine five eight five five is it calling number? We have our guest As Aswar Ram. Uh, wait a minute, oh.
1: Oh. Aswar Raman.
0: Ramen, Ramen. H if you can. Rahma. See, it's uh, fun to say. It's a fun name. Now that you know me, you, I, I'm gonna give you a hood pass, and so that I can mispronounce your name, and you'll be able to mispronounce mine because I'll give you that hood pass.
1: Yeah, call him Jamil. <laughs> <laughs> Jamil. Yeah.
0: Like Jamil Hill. <laughs> which we should. I can't wait to talk about her too. But. Um, so if you guys have questions and comments for him, too, he's running for Minneapolis Mayor, please feel free to uh, ask him any questions, too. Let's go to Derek. Derek, thanks for calling.
2: How you guys doing? Great show. Thanks. Oh, thanks. Uh, so three things. First of all, as far as what Colin Kaepernick is doing, I think we talked about this three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatnot. it's uh, him not standing up for the anthem or him kneeling down for the anthem quietly just shows what, the, you know, the, the fighters, the military, cops, everybody fights for, they also fight for him, for his ability to speak his First Amendment rights or to practice First Amendment rights, number one. Number two, what we do on a regular basis in regards to us putting the American flag on bikinis, on T-shirts, on hats, or any paraphernalia that we use for the flag, it's disrespecting the flag. So why, why can't we be all the same on that pattern? The flag belongs on the poll and that's what it is period okay the second item as far as roger goodell that's the most timid response i've ever seen or i've ever heard he never mentioned anybody by name he never mentioned anybody as far as defending the players or anything like well, that did that, trump. Was weak, that was a weak response i
0: thought it was decent neither uh, did i needed the trump trump didn't mention good. by name he said players and i think roger goodell's response was you know a general uh response as well
2: yeah but i, I think he could have done better as a as a leader, but at the same time, you got to realize that he works for the owners. The owners that they is which, which which the majority of the owners gave money to Trump. Yes, we got to realize six or seven owners. That's right, seven owners, right.
0: Seven, owners. seven
2: owners. You know, yep, a million dollars. And as far as the the, the Golden State War is not going to the White House and what LeBron said and what uh, Steph Curry said, they're speaking their first amendment the rights, and they That's don't right. want to go there because they feel like the person holding the office is disrespectful to them. And and I think they have every right to do so. That's right. And they are not being disrespectful to the presidency whatsoever. The man who's holding he's out there calling people SOBs and grabbing by the what and all this stuff. So they're Word. supposed to respect them? Word. Word. That's just, that's just my, my opinion in general. And let's let's be let's be realistic when we talk about disrespecting this and disrespecting that. Absolutely. We're sitting there being objective about what disrespectful is Let's look at the whole, the, the, the totality of the whole situation. There it is. Allow me to
0: speak. There it is. No, appreciate that. Thanks for listening, man. Keep calling. Yeah, no, absolutely right, Jenna. Don't go away. He's absolutely right. That's what I'm saying. I think that I find it hard to believe. Uh, or excuse me. I find it uh, almost insulting when you got a a, a privileged dude, and he's mm. the epitome of white privilege. Okay, and I don't throw that word around. Lightly, right? How everyone else does. But he's the epitome of right privilege. Same thing I'd said with Jerry Jones. When you hear these billionaire owners, or now this billionaire uh, president, uh, condemning these owners for expressing their free speech. Hmm. Yeah, this young man has a right to say, this is what this country has done to my people, and I have a right to speak up on it, and I have a right to protest against what I think are wrong, uh, wrong atrocities. What do you come down on that? Well...
3: Yeah, I gotta tell you a story. So I grew up in Bangladesh, right? Since, until I was six years old, I went back every summer. I mean, this thing just boggles my mind because when I was growing up, we looked at the U.S. and we saw, wait a minute, that's a country that's so confident in who they are as a people that they'll let their own people burn their flag. Mm. In their streets That's what America is That's how strong Their national identity is right. As I grew up I understood that Americans value The Constitution Far more than their flag So if somebody's to burn a copy Of the Constitution That would make me Far more uncomfortable Than somebody <laughs> right. Doing anything right. negative So this is this is coming Out of left field For me I think Kaepernick Has every right to protest I think we have Every right to feel Uncomfortable If we feel uncomfortable Absolutely yeah, Move on with it Move I'm, on with it And the, the executive Of the country Is saying he's SOB By the way We're not allowed To curse though Are we No no no, oh, no wait, Thank you I thank will not you. Yeah, <laughs>
0: I'm
3: Picking it up From our call but yeah, this is where i stand on <laughs>
0: That's right. No, absolutely. Let's take a phone call from uh, Janet. Our call our favorite caller.
4: Yes, this is Janet.
0: How are you, Janet? Hi, Janet.
4: Fine. I'm just very disappointed. Why? I can you you are on there. This is not the first time I've listened. I'm well into my 60s. I grew up a family of 15 children. My dad was a farmer. He never took welfare or anything. We worked hard for everything we have. Some of us are millionaires. Some of, we worked hard from the time we were born. And President Trump worked hard for his money. He earned it. And for you to sit there and talk about a billionaire and a millionaire Mm -hmm. and so what? Okay. They earned that money. They worked hard. His father worked hard. I don't understand. I'm never going to be as rich as him. I have, I'm have. i not jealous of him. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for anybody. They worked for it. Yes. They didn't steal it. They didn't rob well, anybody. Well, they didn't do anything illegal. They worked. Well, He's a very smart man. I didn't care for President Obama. Really? I never cut on him.
3: Speaking of a man who I worked hard to build on, himself. I respect,
4: yeah. I respect this country. I respect the plague. I respect the men and women that die for us. They're made for us to keep us free. Yes, ma'am. To be able to say what we please, but to be disrespectful.
0: Can I ask you a to question, Jenny?
4: To be disrespectful, it's sad. It's just, mm-hmm. it makes me want to cry. No, no, no.
0: Sad. Listen, These
4: young people have no respect. None. You're
3: absolutely, listen, you we have way
0: more respect the for area. the United States they than you think.
4: they... Just
0: disrespect, Janet. Can I can I interject real quick? Listen, you you're absolutely right, and that's that's what free speech is. You have the right to express how you feel. So do I. And you're absolutely right. I'm not a flag burner. I don't believe in burning the flag. I wouldn't burn the flag. That's to each is his own, right? So I'm with you on that. But here's the thing, no, it's though. Not
4: each to his own. Well,
0: but that's I mean, not right. Well, here's the thing, though, Janet. Are you looking? It's it's it, you look at things from a different lens. Have you? How long have you been a struggling minority in this country? when did they i'm a minority you're a female
4: I'm a, I'm a woman that came from a family of 15 children you won't let I me finish had nothing i had absolutely nothing i went to school in hand-me-downs and things that my mother put together for okay us. we lived i i what do you think but the kids then didn't so, make so, fun of me. So, uh, so let me ask you a question.
0: What disrespect of Trump? So it's okay. Trump has every right to disrespect. You
4: just called him an SOB how many times?
0: No, actually, no one did. It was him calling a player and players SOBs because they were expressing you know what? Their, yeah. their. But wait a minute, Janet. Very Janet.
4: disrespectful. Very. I'm not going to give him my $100 a seat anymore. I'm maybe just one, but I wouldn't do that. That is so.
0: So it's okay for him to be disrespectful, though, Janet? He, disrespectful to is it okay Joe for Trump to be disrespectful, though?
4: Anthem? Why don't they kneel when they're going to go out and play? Why do they have to kneel during the national anthem?
0: I mean, have you have you listened to the yes. national anthem? Have, have you ever read the national anthem? Yes,
4: I have. Okay. Have I ever read it? Yeah. I can repeat every oh, okay. the Constitution so me, I can repeat. Janet, listen. In a time uh, when and we I, learned.
0: Janet, in the conversation, we'd have to both be going back and forth. Now, here's the other thing. Let me ask you a question. If you've read it, Do you understand where how it does not include black Americans in there did, did, did you miss that oh part my gosh. oh oh your gosh exactly see you love to gloss over those things you're talking about Trump is being disrespected but it's okay for Trump to disrespect anyone he can make fun of uh, someone that's handicapped he can call uh, he a celebrity made fun
4: of the handicapped. really yeah. he didn't oh he didn't mock he didn't I have relatives that are, I, matter of fact my sister every year for the Janet, last year we put on a handicap thing he never
0: disrespect. Gen- he certainly did, cap. and so it's okay for him, for him to call. Just so the other, so the other day, while he's at home at three in the morning? It's okay for him to uh, tweet out violent tweets. He was hitting a golf club and hitting Hillary Clinton in the back. Okay, she, so that's but okay. That's okay
4: for Jackie okay. Griffin to hold his head up like God he it no, it it
0: no, okay. okay it was not okay. It was not okay. But it, was it okay for him to grab women genitals? in the genitals? Was it okay or for him okay. to walk in on young ladies? Janet, thanks for the call. Keep listening. I, listen, I'm just saying stop that. How people think that he's being disrespectful, he he's being disrespectful, excuse me, and he's not being disrespect and not calling him out of it. His disrespect, that's what ticks me off.
1: You know, first of all, I'd like to say that, you know, whatever our opinion is on flag burning, it's actually legal. It yeah. is legal. It legal. is legal. It's and horrific, I and it's but... it's a terrible thing to say, but it is perfectly legal. You it know, is. there you know, I studied com law. I did. Um, And there are two cases, you know, both of these cases ended up in the Supreme Court. There are two cases, uh, Texas v. Johnson, 1989, and U.S. v. Eichmann in 1990. I encourage you guys to go look them up and read the opinions. The courts say that it is symbolic speech. Now, we may not like it. But it's legal. It's legal. And and that's number one. And number two, and we've had this conversation before. You know, I don't care for Kaepernick, you know, kneeling. I want to keep my politics and my football separate because (laughs) guess what? It is Sunday. I have had enough of politics for the six days that I work. And there's just one day where I want mindless entertainment and watching two men hit each other. That's all I want.
0: But but there's no such thing. Politics (laughs) and, and, and football has always been hand in hand.
1: But here's the thing. Okay. Just like, you know, there are clauses in contracts for, certain jobs that say you know what we have a morality clause or we have a clause and saying you probably shouldn't do this you know there are just some things that you shouldn't be doing and maybe not kneeling during a game is one of them you nah. have 90 minutes you're nah. playing
0: no nah. nah. if or if, 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 what, if he, 60 especially minutes, when sorry. a guy's putting his money where his mouth is he's gave millions of dollars for these causes and here's the thing I'm going to continue to...
1: You can't protest during your press conference? Like, I mean, you have to do it while on the
0: field? How, you, how do you protest during your press conference? What do you do? Stand there silently? And then you get fined, because the league doesn't allow that. You have to speak. You're so. mandated to speak at these press conferences.
1: Then talk about it at your press conference. You, so
0: then the league... Well, it, can I say something yes, here? Yes, absolutely. So,
3: so before a Democrat, I mean, I would identify myself as a liberal. Okay. Like an actual liberal liberal. Now, what that means is, by default, everyone gets to do whatever they want by default, unless there's an explicit reason for them not to do it. That's just where I start from. Would you agree with that, or do you think that's a bad way to go, or is that against how you view the American uh, philosophy?
1: There's two parts to that, but we have to go to break, so uh, (laughs) I I will answer that question on the other side of the break. This is Twin Cities News Talk, TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com.
0: Welcome back. Oh, the smooth side. This is like, uh, this and is like, when I at you, welcome to Midnight Love <laughs> with Jamar Nelson and Priya Samsadar. Now this is, I'm not even going to ask you this is, if you know what this is, because I know you won't, but this is the, this is the cut.
1: This is the what?
0: Oh. This is the song. This is, you know, a hit.
1: I know that.
0: Oh, this is the cut. Who is he
3: and what? Oh, watch out now. It's got to be Bill Withers, isn't it? That, what? There we go. That is
1: Bill Withers. This ding, 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 ding. I think I'm going to get replaced if uh,
0: Oswald <laughs> here doesn't win. So, people, absolutely. please vote for him. Wow. That was great. How did you know? Listen, look, he's got a unique voice. He does have that. Yeah. Yes. That was awesome. Bill Withers. That's one of my favorite. That Guys, is. I'm a, my Stan, favorite.
1: I'm going to get replaced here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Bill Withers, is that is absolutely right. Uh we want you to continue um, uh, commenting. And we have uh, Aswar okay, Rahman. Let's Rahman. Be. Rahman. Let's Rahman. Be. Rahman. And as our guest, uh, part of our candidate series. So we got to get get to know him, too. But let's finish up one of these calls here with, uh, is it Kogi? Kogi. 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 Yes, yes. Sorry.
5: Yes,
0: I'm sorry. I was on hold for so long, I didn't know that you <laughs> I'm there. sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. Sir. Oh.
5: Uh, Anyway, I love your show. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. I am a a huge follower of the show and of the topics that you guys covered. I just have a couple of comments, and then I'll be gone.
0: Thank you. Take your Um, time.
5: uh, First of all, when you guys first opened up, you were talking about who gave arms and who gave weapons to who. Yes, ma'am. As a veteran, I served this country over Reagan. He's one of the greatest peacetime presidents in American history. However, he also had the Iran-Contra deal.
0: Absolutely.
5: We Mm -hmm. all know that was a fiasco, but aside from that, I also think it's fitting that the leaders of the free world should not call the people in the countries that they serve names.
0: That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right.
5: That's right. I served so that everybody would be free to disagree, even if I stand against it, that's not what I went for. That's right. And so um, I think that uh, Colin Kaepernick has a right Mm -hmm. to uh, protest, and it's a quiet, peaceful protest. I don't even see why it's such a big deal. But however, um, this man is being viewed all around the world, and it makes America look bad. And you talk Mm -hmm. about disrespectful, as me as an American citizen feels disrespected Every time I see a tweet that I can't explain yes. to someone or I can't explain it to a child or see behavior to where people are divided, and, you know, I, I feel, you know, like uh, everybody's on edge. And my personal thing is we can come together peacefully as American citizens. This is the United States.
0: Yes, ma'am. Right
5: now, mm-hmm. all that rhetoric is making divided states. And it's not good for any of us. I I have one question, and then I'm going to go. I look at this administration as the driver of a train. The train's on course, and you see a wreck coming up. Everybody's screaming, the train's going to wreck. The train's going to wreck. But the conductor is sleeping. The engineer is sleeping. Is it wrong to wake the engineer up And save everybody and save America, including himself. Because to me, if we don't come together, there's bigger issues than who's taking a knee at a football game.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We're
5: in grave danger. And that's all I had to say. Thank you guys for listening to me and giving me your time. I will still be just as supportive today as
2: I ever were.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for your service. And really, thank you for being a loyal listener. I really, really appreciate that. Thank you for your service. Absolutely. As well, what do you think? Well, well mean, first of all, let me, let me say this. Yeah. Let's get to know you. Uh, we, I, now, Jane, that's our favorite caller. Jane, uh, there she is. Um, I like her. Uh, why are you running for mayor? Well, there's a big reason. There's a
3: lot of small reasons. Well, not small. More immediate and more, you know, national level. Which one do you want to start with?
0: You tell me. Okay.
3: Um, For me, to be perfectly honest, I just like seeing a thing that works. Um, the analogy I use is it's... um. When I started paying attention to the budget and I was very young when I did, um, I saw a engine that's just not working properly. I mean there's these little pieces that are breaking here and there. So Minneapolis, for instance, under Bessie Hodges, the property taxes have gone up about seventeen percent in four years. Yes. That's an engine that's overheating. That's right. But no one's concerned about it. Well, That's right. Right. So, so last year she put out this budget. That was that was. I thought it couldn't get any worse. This year's magically somehow worse. Um, but last year they were they were doing things like spending uh, eleven million dollars on a half a block park in front of the convention center. We're a city of four hundred thousand people. You know, twenty five percent of my city lives in poverty. I grew up in poverty and we're here spending 11 million dollars and, and when you look into it all the mayor controls in Minneapolis the only two things they control are the police and the budget police and the budget and what are the two things that have without a doubt gotten very bad in the next in the, the past police week? and the budget <laughs> <laughs> there we go so uh, part of me was, this is, this is, um, this is self-defense in a way. I mean I grew up in, in the Northeast Minneapolis, not the, not the best parts of the Northeast. There are right. wealthy parts and there's not that many good parts. Right. Um, and you know, we, we a single, single mother household that came in when I was six years old. My okay. mother brought me and my sister, you know, in, and the plane. We landed. We didn't have any family network. We didn't have any, you know, safety net to fall back on. So now I think, all right, I got an opportunity to build a life in Minneapolis. Is, can I, in all good conscience, say that, another family arriving in minneapolis now would have that same opportunity and the f- matter of fact answer is no
0: the matter of fact answer is no
3: no for one they couldn't even afford to live in the house that it's I grew up very in. expensive expensive it's very and expensive. Expensive. yeah and that they would not be afforded the same level of protection from the police department not i wouldn't say it's entirely the police as well because, right. no, because
0: no i of, get
2: exactly like weak right. leadership yeah. Yeah, has, yeah. a,
3: has a lot of effects um and, and so all this comes down to when this was last winter when um i knew it's either you know but put my money where my mouth is, or just or just sit back for another four years and let the let the ship go on the same course. I decided, you know what, it's going to be tough. I'm going to be an underdog, but hey, I'm I'm an immigrant. I got to work hard. I have That's to right. be the underdog. That's yeah, right. There's no one. no one's on my yeah. <laughs> there you go. I don't have a rich uncle to fall back on or anything like that. Um, on the national level, though, that's yeah, no one can ignore the fact that I mean, as a Democrat, as a liberal Democrat, like sitting in my in my sofa watching the results of the election come in, I still think I'm on that same emotional kick that I was on that night. Right. In that I, I mean, honestly, I don't know how everyone else felt, but I, it it was just
0: my wife cried.
3: My, you, my, yeah, my girlfriend cried next to me. And it, to me, it was just sheer confusion because I was like, I could have sworn i knew what this country was i could have yes, sworn yeah. that at the end of the day the americans won't elect a person like that right and it, it just confused me to no end and i thought what do i do do i do i cower into myself do i just shrivel away and pretend like I, I i'm gonna just ignore everything in the world or do i go head first into this thing called government into this thing called politics and learn as much as i can do my utmost do my best and you put 100 percent
0: of myself into it that's how it all started. Do you mind if we take one more phone call? Oh, absolutely. Let's take a phone call from Jane. Jane, how are you?
6: Hi, Jamar. I thought I'd been dethroned.
0: No. <laughs> no. Jane, you know what, Jane,
6: Jane, he messed up.
0: Yes. I, I uh,
6: understand that, and that's why I called. I
0: yes. had to
1: straighten it out.
0: Yes, please. I'm so glad. Jane, Do you forgive you me? You
1: are our favorite, Jane. Oh,
6: well, anyway, I don't know about that.
0: Yes, I'd you are.
1: Like
6: you say- definitely are. Oh, I'd like to say two things. First of all, um, when I was raising my children, I come from kind of a similar background that Janet came from. I'm the oldest of nine. Okay. Except I came from the idea that, um, uh, how can I say it? I'm no different than anyone else except for my skin color. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you mm-hmm. this, my daughters learned because of my husband's military career and what, what I came from that... Um, you have never been discriminated against because of the color of your skin. You have never been made fun of or not gotten a good grade or not been treated fairly in a shop or anything like that uh, because of the color of your skin. Uh, we, I don't like to refer to myself as having white privilege, but I guess I do. Uh, but what lawyer. I try to do in return is make sure that no one else who is of skin color, darker melanin, has anything to say uh, about how I treat them. They're going to be treated as fairly as anybody, or how I would like to be treated, I guess is the way to say it. Right. But I'm going to tell you a story about the flag. My husband had a 20-year military career in the Air Force, and we spent some time in Tarjone Air Force Base in Spain, which is now closed. We went over there in 1976, so that gives you an idea of how old this uh, woman is here. And uh, in 76, it was the bicentennial year. We went over in June, and so July 4th was the bicentennial. And by treaty, our government could not fly our flag on that Spanish base. Mm. We we occupied it, we rented it, whatever. They benefited from our hospital and so on and so forth. There were many, very, very many benefits to the Spanish uh, people with having that base there. But I remember years later, as the years unfolded, the three-year tour, the only time I saw my flag was when I went to a movie. Because at the beginning of the movie, up on the screen would appear an American flag. And, of course, our national anthem would play. And I went, oh, my gosh, look at how much I miss this. This is unreal. So I have a hard time with people um, on purpose disrespecting the flag. Um, I know it's their right to do it. I really do. But I also know our flag represents so much. And when I think about what it represents is uh, a country that has a constitution that tells us we are created by, we are uh, here by the will of our creator. And, And that for whatever reason, we are unique. I remember early on there was a lot of talk about why are we saying we're so unique and exceptional? Well, you know what? There is no other nation in the world. You're right. You're right. Their people are created by their God, endowed by their Creator. Jane. those were the words I was looking for. So I think we have to take this in the context of these people. Stephan, uh Curry and um, uh, Colin Kaepernick have every right to exercise their rights. Thank you. But there are also other people who have the right mm. to want respect for their flag
0: no doubt about it no and, doubt about it.
6: and we get to that point where we've got to come together and figure this out and i think that's what bothers me the most about what's going on in our country is the fact that we haven't come to that yet we haven't figured it out how we're going to come together and we better figure it out soon because if we don't a lot of our freedoms will be gone and not only that the one of the greatest experiments into human dignity and human government will be gone.
0: You're right. And thank you so much uh, our favorite caller. Jane, thank you so much. Thank you
6: so much for
1: calling, Jane.
0: And we're going to answer that and um, I why I answer that as well. On the other side of the break, this is Black Republican, Black Democrat on Twin Cities News Talk and TwinCitiesNewsTalk.com Twin Cities News Talk, Twin Cities News Talk and this is Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your host, Jamar Nelson,
1: And I'm Priya Sabasadar.
0: Welcome back.
1: Yes, welcome back. And we have in studio Oswar Rahman, who is running for mayor in Minneapolis. And he is the youngest candidate running for mayor of Minneapolis. He is my age at 23. He's also a filmmaker.
0: I am, yes. I'm also a small business owner. A lot of things. A lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, so that's exactly why I think that my question today on Facebook was, to me, a poignant fruit. Of the fact that uh, as a minority candidate you you uh have flowers and the chemo levy pounds. Um. Do not get the same type of press. I I, I honestly have not seen a write up about you in the strip. I, I could have missed it. I'm not saying that strip hasn't. I, I mean, it's City Pages. Yeah. Oh yeah. City, City Pages,
1: Pages has uh, railed on him a bit.
0: Really? Yeah.
3: But, I mean, it was early on. I kind of deserved it. I sent out a press release. I really shouldn't have.
1: But I mean, City Pages <laughs> really isn't news. So <laughs> uh, you know. But
0: uh, I just think that, that so that there is a difference, and 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 I don't know, uh, um, that you're learning this as a candidate mm-hmm, that you're treated differently. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes.
3: Well, I mean, what I think it is 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 natural, too, because people are stubborn. Like, people just don't want to change. People really don't want to change. They might say that they really want progress. They might really say that they want a massive transformation of who they are. But at the end of the day, I'll tell you a story. I was um, in a room. I won't tell you where the room was. But it was some of the richest people in Minneapolis were Mm -hmm. in that room. And Mm -hmm. there weren't that many of them. There were, like, 20 people in there. and So all of us candidates showed up for these 20 people. I thought there was going to be more. But anyways, um, and just talking to the room and talking individually with people, the one thing I can tell you is they just really don't care. They Mm. just want the person who is going to be the safest bet, the person who is going to keep it. I I mean, I I worked for Ryback back in the day. You did? Okay. I did. Yeah, I worked on U policy with them. And it's... um, it was, that's why people liked him so much. Because he was a safe bet. He was somebody who kept things kind of yeah. stable.
0: Wasn't yeah. going to rock the boat. There we go. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Hodges is getting in a lot of trouble, because it's a mixture of, you know. Well, she decided, I mean, that and that's my question for you. Uh, if you were in her shoes, and oh. uh, would you have fired, uh, or asked for the resignation of Chief, uh, Chief Harto then, or... Oh, or prior during some of these other uh, incidents that happened with either police misconduct or the shooting of an unarmed black man or minority that resulted in death.
3: The yeah, there have been so many drop balls leading up. I, I honestly don't know why she fired Janae Harto because I mean, when you look at it now, nothing. <laughs> would it be
0: the fact that it? you're running against her? You know, you of many, <laughs> one of many. You know what I'm saying? I think so. You know, a highly right. contested race. Because I, I think that her, her 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 relationship eroded, especially with the minority community. Oh my goodness. So or, how will uh, you build on that? I mean, what's something that you would do as a minority candidate? I know, but you just can't assume because yeah, Democrats yeah, always yeah. assume that we have a non- monopoly on minorities and God. we got. To quit assuming that, right? Yeah, people got to, Trump got more of the minority vote than Romney did. I mean, that's true. Not,
3: well, yeah. Yeah. so but it's Republicans it's
0: not... though that we got we got to make sure we differentiate Republicans. Oh, right, 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 yeah. right, right. You're right. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. So, what would you do to help? Uh, you know, to to um, Bill's regret. Well, here's I
3: mean, Minneapolis is 40 percent minority, so it's not like it's not like they're that very different from an average Minneapolis. A minority Minneapolis has pretty much the same interests as a as a as a average Minneapolis, and the thing is. If you took care of the basics of how this city runs properly, then it would be a down the line benefit to everyone. So right. what I mean by that is like supporting, you know, small business growth, supporting job growth, helping uh, helping people who want to start a life for themselves, help them start like investing in um, uh, vocational training programs. Yes, no one does in... trade anymore, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of my big, uh, one of the cores of my platform. I got two of them, but this is. Uh, this is one of them and basically mctc at minneapolis institution they are
0: amazing They're my wife goes there, there right now I, I went there you went and yes. did you like it or not
3: oh uh, yes there we go and yes. i tell people this all the time i went to the u of m i've you know in a room full of 100 people went to the u maybe 20 of them are going to say they regret going there in a room full of 100 people went to mctc every single one of them will say that was one of the best decisions i ever made yes it's because they get really you was. yeah they get you into real jobs aviation yep. tool and die repair all that nursing like, I mean, good things like that but MCTC every year gets about 1,700 low-income applicants from uh-huh. Minneapolis wanting to go in. Yes, I was one of those, though, you, at the time when I went to school there, yeah. Were you able to get, get the funding you needed? Yes. All right, yes. you were lucky, because 400 of those 1,700 get in, usually. Really? Yeah, the majority, the vast majority. So we are a city with 25% poverty, one of the, an affordable housing crisis... And simultaneously, we don't invest a single penny into making sure that people who are coming out of extreme poverty in some circumstances get a chance to go into an industry that needs employees. Like, it's, it's a, it's a no brainer. Like, and, and when I look into the money behind it, it would cost us. Next to nothing compared to what we spend to renovate some of these downtown parks, you know, things that aren't supposed to be the city's responsibility. Exactly. So the money's there. I always tell people the money's there. We just don't spend it how how we think we should. And meanwhile, everyone will talk about how important education is, how important job training is. But we as a city constantly fail to live up to that responsibility. So that's one of my biggest things. The other one is early childhood care because uh, for a similar platform, from a similar mindset in that. You know, if you're born into poverty in Minneapolis, you're already at a significant disadvantage. Yep. The city can afford to invest a little bit of its resources into making sure that a child has, you know, access to preschool, has access to, their parents have access to prenatal screenings. These aren't big things to ask. We have money for it. But the mayor's office constantly would much rather invest in things like uh, implicit bias training, which has been demonstrated to not have <laughs> not any work Right. And that's, yeah, that's where I come from, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no no doubt about it. And that's why we need uh, new leadership in Minneapolis, no doubt about it.
1: Now, we just got a few minutes here, but I just want to say that you're actually very unique as you have a day-by-day plan for the first four years of your, if you were elected, you have the days actually planned out saying, this is what I'm going to do on day one, day 10, 30, 365, et cetera. With
3: room for flexibility, too. But it's like, yeah, it's a great word. Yeah. And uh, what shocked me was I thought other candidates did that. I thought this was a thing that you were expected to do. You're gonna be leading a city that's the economic heart of the state? And you're not going to have a plan.
0: You're just going to go off of vague impressions. And of, how old are you again, dude? I'm in mid-20s, mid-20s. That's amazing, though. No, and I, But you know what? And, and, and even me, no. That's new. That's different. I think mm-hmm. that maybe nationally that's done. But I, I've never seen I've never a, seen a local candidate on any, you know, whether it's rep, state rep or any of those positions come out with a mundane plan like that that's amazing i can
1: tell you that i've studied campaigns and the structures of campaigns and i've never ever seen anything like that i mean i know that you know like rnc type things you know the bigger you know get out they'll have get out the vote type stuff but they won't have actually structured out you know, things saying day by day, this is how I'm going to make my city better.
0: Now, we're going to have you on the post show podcast in, in a few moments. So you guys, we're going to have more of Anjouar uh, on the post show podcast. So make sure you tune into that after the show, too. But real quick, tell us where we can um, find you so they can look up your platform and what you got going.
3: All right, the best way to do it, we go to voteoswar.com. And the thing is, when you go on there, it's it's made to not waste your time. One of my small businesses is in web development, so um, ah. UX design, making sure their website's <laughs> actually... Yeah, they don't waste your time. You go on there, you'll find my three main plans. One of them has to do with the economy, safety, and energy. And I promise you, you will read that, and you'll think, okay, this is... uh this is how a leadership should
0: work. Word, I like you. He's a good <laughs> dude. All right, for real. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely, right? Yes, My thank pleasure.
1: you very much for coming on.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to we're gonna have him on on our post-show podcast, so make sure you tune into that. And ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you having us in your, uh, on your airwaves, in your homes, in your car. We just appreciate it, right, Priya? Yes, we do. You coming back next week? I am. What about you? I think so. <laughs> we didn't pick our games, but we'll put that on the post-show podcast because you're not doing so well.
1: I'm not doing so well.
0: <laughs> I can't. Neither am I. Stan, we appreciate you, man. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Black Republican, Black Democrat. I'm your host, Jamar Nelson. And
1: I'm Priya sam
0: Thanks for having us. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.
1: Bye.